You're good to go? Yep. Okay, sounds good. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talk to Danielle podcast. I am your host, Danielle C. Baker. Before I introduce uh, today's guest, I just want to do the usual. Uh, if you want to like, follow, or subscribe to the channel that you're listening to or watching from. And uh, for our, our YouTube viewers, uh, it is an audio-only uh, re recording. So uh, it's not a glitch. It really is. There's no video with this recording. So today, I have... Uh, an amazing guest and, and of course this is perfect for New Year's with uh, everybody wanting to, to try to get that healthy <laughs> New Year's resolution. I have uh, the amazing Chef Whitney Watson with me. She is incredible. Uh, I follow her on, on Instagram and uh, she makes uh, vegan food look so good. It's almost sexy. <laughs> it's amazing. So I want to introduce you to uh, Chef Whitney. Thank you so much for, for joining me today and, and uh, getting on the podcast. Thank you so much yeah. for having me. I love that you said my food looks sexy. I'm going to have to use that. <laughs> It does. It really. I, I wasn't sure if I should say it, but I am <laughs> friends. And, and yeah, for food, food for us is a very sensual thing, and it's all about you know all using your senses when it comes to food. And when I look at your pictures, I'm like, damn, this is good. We eat with our eyes for for sure. Yeah, Most yeah. You should use that making <laughs> vegan food look sexy. All right. <laughs> Before we get started the talking about healthy eating, nutrition, and all of that fun stuff, can you uh, kind of give us a little bit of your story and how you, uh, you got to where you are today? So yeah, for sure. I actually started in the real estate industry. I worked in the accounting department of the real estate industry for about 10 years. And I would say like the last year just became so stressful and I, I ended up becoming a mom around the la my last year um, in working. And I started to just like cook and post my food on social media. And people were actually like really impressed. I went to culinary school many, many years ago. Mm -hmm. So um, I ended up just like gaining clients. And I'm like, well, wow, this is actually pretty neat that like people are looking at my food and they want to buy it. Like I never would have expected that to happen. So then I started to have like dinner parties at my home and nobody knew each other. They only knew me, but the way that people would like put their phones down and really engage with each other, oh, that wow. for me was like, Oh my goodness, this is like the therapy I've always needed. And I just, I never knew. So from there, it's like my job became like this inconvenience. Like mm -hmm. I just wish that I could just be in the kitchen. I just wanted to be in the kitchen cooking for people. Um, and now here we are. I have been vegan for a little over six years now. And I would say my business is actually just kind of transitioned with me because we literally go hand in hand. It's like my little baby. So it's like, right. if I'm vegan, you're vegan too. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> And that's amazing because there's not a lot of options for vegan um, cuisine out there still. There, I mean, there's some areas, but it's it's pretty much similar. I think a lot of people tend. I know out here, I'm in Canada, and all the food is the same. So it's it's nice to get something Absolutely. different. Yeah. Absolutely, I always tell people that 
I didn't realize the amount of sacrifice that goes behind like really being vegan, like from the Mm -hmm. makeup, it's not just about your diet. It's really about like what you're wearing and your beliefs and everything in between. It's literally a a complete lifestyle and it's a sacrifice. There are some days where you can't just pull up to McDonald's and get something to eat real quick. You can't, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like you really have to like plan your your meals and stuff. I keep snacks in my car now. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. But I think everybody should do. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. That kind of leads me to my next question because uh, I do have family members that are are full vegan as well. And it is a, it is quite a change. It's not just about the food. It's not just about not eating meat. Um, What are some of the challenges uh, that you faced when you decided you were going to change over to a vegan lifestyle? You know what's so funny? Like I did not even choose the vegan lifestyle. It actually chose me because I was just doing a detox. I started off doing a detox and I'm like, I'm just going to eliminate the animal products and like processed food and anything that I feel could be giving me the ick. You know what I mean? That's just making me feel a little bit funky, a little less energy. Like, let me just get rid of all that stuff. And within Mm -hmm. like a week, I felt so much better. Like I was taking like natural supplements and going to the gym and I was like basically vegan. So I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I feel so good. And I started to do research. And then from there, like, I think a few months in, I got a craving for some, like, this Italian beef. It was my favorite thing to eat. And Mm -hmm. I ate it and all I could taste was, like, blood. I never, I literally never saw myself actually being, like, full vegan. So it was always funny when people ask me that question. Um, Mm -hmm. But I would say, like, the most challenging thing is really just the education part of it. Because you really going into it, you don't understand how many things are actually not vegan. You know what I mean? Like the sugar is like, not all sugar is vegan. I didn't know that. Um, And like I said, really just like finding a place to eat if you're running errands all day or you're working and you're driving, like I make deliveries and stuff for meal plans. So it's like, if I'm in my car, like I said, I can't just like pull off somewhere and just, you know, go to a drive through and get something to eat. Um, even with down to the makeup, the mascara, I always have to ask, like going out to eat. I always have to ask, like, is this safe? Is it okay? <laughs> like, am I going to get sick? Like, what is in this? I need to know. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. they don't. So then that creates a different you really have to make so many adjustments to now it's mm-hmm. like okay well maybe I should just stick with only vegan restaurants when I go out to eat or I just gotta cook at home now yeah yeah which is good also something that we should do more often is absolutely. To, to cook at home. <laughs> absolutely but sometimes you want somebody to cook for you you know you want to be served um the bar for vegan food is set very low here in the city I'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. <laughs> lots yeah. of fast vegan food like you said it's pretty much all the same it's like burgers and you know yeah. the diet in general could be a lot better because I'm like I went vegan to eat more vegetables and to be healthier <laughs> not to mm-hmm. basically just eat all the things that I was eating before I went vegan <laughs> the, the, exactly yeah that's my <laughs> My mom has been vegan for over 25 years and it was, we were always surprised that we still go to restaurants to get a vegan dish, but there's yeah. cheese in it or there's mayo in it. And you're yeah. thinking, oh, how is this still going on? But yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a challenge. Um, so she was vegan this, before it was popular. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it used to be used as a diet more than a lifestyle. And when yeah. was, you know, people realize there's more to it than that. There's, mm -hmm. there's the values behind it, or, or it's not just about the food. Uh, people kind of, yeah, they don't, they don't know how, where they stand anymore. <laughs> exactly. So I think that's where yeah. the word plant-based came in. You know, it's yeah. like, I'm plant-based. Yeah, that's true. I never thought of that. Yeah, you're right. That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> Instead of saying vegan, I'm just plant-based. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I can see that. Yeah. Are there any myths? Because you must hear a whole lot of them, especially since your whole business is around vegan uh, meals. Um, any outrageous things that you hear where you're like, no, that's that's not how that goes. Are there any myths that you like to bust tonight and, and uh, to share with our, our listeners? I would say I feel like you're getting enough protein with a vegan diet. <laughs> yeah. Everybody is so consumed with this, like, are you getting enough? Which is hilarious to me because most of these people are like, their diet is like pizza, french fries and stuff like that. And you tell mm -hmm. them you're vegan and they're like, oh, well, what about the protein? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on. Um, but yeah. there is this myth that like protein, of course we all need protein, but protein is in basically everything that we eat. So it's like, unless you're trying to be like a bodybuilder and you have like very specific fitness goals, your main focus should be the fiber and not the protein. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people are very like, they become very focused on the protein. It's like, of course we need protein, but you're, you're getting it. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> but fiber, yeah. check the labels on the things that you're eating and tell me how much fiber is in it, you know? And that's going to be a totally different conversation. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Don't worry about the protein. There's a lot of plant-based stuff that actually have more protein in Absolutely. it than uh, and more fiber uh, than, than the meat. <laughs> Uh, you said you, when you did your detox, you were feeling really good and, uh, you know, you, you're, you just felt better. Uh, can you share a little bit of other great benefits uh, to opting into, you know, to, to starting a vegan lifestyle? Um, so I definitely like energy was my biggest thing, like me mm -hmm. being able to wake up without an alarm and I was like ready for the day was amazing. Wow. Like absolutely amazing. Um, I definitely lost weight. My skin improved. Like I definitely haven't really gotten acne pimples and all of that. I just honestly, like in the beginning I became overall just like nicer. <laughs> <laughs> It made me nicer in a weird way. I guess there's like, you know, all those chemical imbalances yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and I was really doing it the right way and just making sure I was eating my vegetables and my fruit in the morning and drinking my water and tea and all that fun stuff. So it really like, I felt like a new person. Like I, I felt like I had this like awakening in a way. Um, wow. that I never felt when I was eating chicken and bacon and stuff like that. That's, that's amazing. I like that. It makes me nicer. It <laughs> did. It. At first it did. And then it's like, gosh, there's milk in everything. And then it just kind of like went yeah. down over me. <laughs> I'm just like, they put yeah. milk in everything and nobody cares about what they're putting into their bodies and nobody's checking the labels. Now, I that's know. where I'm at now. Like, oh, why don't you care? <laughs> that's right. I, you know, that's, you're right with that. Because I remember my mom, the, one of the reasons why my mom decided to go vegan is she had gone vegetarian. But she noticed that when she cut out 
cheese, eggs, all of it, um, she wouldn't have the menopause symptoms anymore. She did, mm-hmm. she just switched over, no hot flashes, nothing. And then she would cheat and have it because we're French cheese is part of the culture. <laughs> she'd have oh, a piece yeah. of cheese and then she'd start getting hot flashes again. So she said, no, that's it. I'm going vegan. And uh, so another great benefit is, is, yeah, it just makes the stuff in the milk, uh, the hormones in the milk is actually affecting us as well. So, Absolutely. Yeah. But you know what? That was the hardest <laughs> For me to get rid of like the cheese mm-hmm. I'm like what is in this cheese because I had the hardest time just like letting it go and I remember like in the very very beginning when I was first like okay this is where I'm at with it like I can't obviously eat meat anymore but then like my daughter is not vegan so I would like order pizza for her just like a regular normal cheese pizza and then I would yeah. find myself at like one o'clock in the morning sneaking in the refrigerator <laughs> getting this slice of cheese pizza but then like the mucus that came with it and the allergies was just like oh come on like I already gave up meat <laughs> yeah exactly. but my body was like no you gotta let it all go <laughs> yeah it's funny how you yeah you really do taste it like it's just gross mm-hmm. after a while yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> hilarious um I know you're you're from uh, Chicago originally, and uh, there is quite a bit of diversity with the food out there. That's what I, I've never been. I want to go, uh, and a lot of people talk about how great the food is. There's so many different. Um, so you do mention uh, that you get your inspiration from uh, the, the Chicago food culture. Can you uh, can you share a little bit how how that influenced your uh, your uh, your food? <laughs> So I would say like, even before I went vegan, I wasn't, I was like, I enjoyed fast food here and there, but that was never like my primary diet, you know, like Mm -hmm. I liked nice restaurants. I liked fine dining and here you really can get everything. Like eating is an activity here. That's something that you would say you do for fun. Like we literally (laughs) live to eat in this city. It's sick. (laughs) But I would say like, it's a foodie city. So you definitely can go on the north side or downtown and even some areas of like the south side of Chicago and you're gonna find like all the cuisines like Ethiopian has become one of my favorite cuisines to have and they just so happen to have the most amazing vegan options um but yeah I just say just like eating when I went to culinary school my instructor told me he's like if you want to be an amazing chef you got to eat like you got to eat, you have to expand your palate. You have to stay open-minded. And I feel like this city has definitely given me the ability to stay open-minded because there's always a new restaurant. Even when I live downtown, it's like I eat at every single restaurant in this area for a year and I still wouldn't even scratch the surface. Oh wow! So just the exposure has been super inspirational for me to be able to like really veganize the the fine dining dishes that I was eating mm-hmm. before I became vegan. Well, that's good. No, no. Now you make me want to try it out, but I'm going to have to tra- travel over there to give it a try. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, I mentioned at the beginning in the intro, a lot of people at this time of year are thinking, of, okay, we, we need to get healthy for New Year's. A lot of them use that as a their new new year's resolution if people were actually thinking of going vegan um 
what can you give us some of those real simple people get overwhelmed people a little scared are there any simple steps that we could start off with uh even today we don't have to wait until january 1st but uh, do you have any advice on that i would say definitely like start slow. And I don't feel that every single person should be vegan. I feel like every single person should just consider eating less meat, eating less animal products, because that usually is like the bulk of their diet. And then those vegetables, they're just not getting the love and attention that they deserve. So I feel that like, when you're portioning your food, eat, let's say you do have a meatless Monday, and you don't eat meat that entire day. But then now, taco Tuesday's coming, right? So maybe you do want like a chicken taco. That's cool. But have maybe like one chicken taco and then have two veggie tacos. Mm -hmm. So I really feel like the matter of like reducing your meat intake and then you just kind of work from there. Like I definitely just kind of gave it up cold turkey, but I understand that that doesn't work for everyone. So it's like maybe pick like three days out of the week where you just don't have meat at all do like every other day and then you can kind of go from there or maybe even try like three days in a row and then see you know but Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like it can be overwhelming for sure especially if you're not like a cook because being vegan does require some level of like creativity but I feel like there are enough vegan options out there like even the popcorn at the movie theater is vegan just don't get the butter you know what I mean I mean, like yeah. little things like that, like it's little stuff yeah. like that that can put you that closer to a vegan diet or a plant-based diet. Yeah. I like that you mentioned that everybody's different. And so it's not a cookie cutter thing where it's like you have to eat the, that all the time, but just just go with what's comfortable for you. I, uh, I like that. It makes it, but- makes it more... Uh, doable I guess I could say absolutely it's just being more intentional with what it is that you're putting into your body because people are always like vegan is so expensive and it's like no hospital bills are expensive like have you seen the cost of someone that has diabetes that has high blood pressure those are the people that have to hire me now you know what I mean like yeah. and I'm not cheap so. yeah <laughs> but it's like would you rather would you rather take more preventative measures or put yourself in a, in a space where your health is now in jeopardy and you do have mm-hmm. to take these medications, you do need to have like a nutritionist and you do have to go the extra mile to be healthy. It's just not worth yeah. it when you can, you can just kind of like counteract that now. <laughs> like you yeah. can do it now, you know? Yeah. Away. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're so right. You're, yeah. Your nutrition is, is, uh, it's an investment. It's not an expense, basically, just, uh, to prevent exactly those big bills later on is, is good. Um, you yeah. did mention it because you do, you do meal plans. Uh, I've seen that you do, you do cooking classes as well. What what's, uh, kind of transformations have you seen the people that you work with as they, as they start to transition over to vegan nutrition? Um, so I would say because people do appreciate the fact that I don't pressure anyone like, Oh, you need to be vegan. And that Mm -hmm. has actually allowed people to be more comfortable with eating less meat in a strange way. So Mm -hmm. I've had people actually reaching out to me and tell me that I've inspired them to even just cook at home more because they were eating takeout every single day. And they're like, now I'm cooking three, four days a week. 
and I'm making sure I have more vegetables. When people order meal plans, even they're mixing and matching, you know what I mean? Well, this is before, like, I just completely stopped cooking meat, but they would like get the vegan option and the fish option. And it's like, okay, we're not just doing meat. So there's some progress there. A lot of my clients have lost significant amount of weight because that's usually what they're coming for. Um, Even just like the things that I posted, the recipes that I've posted on social media, people have actually tried them and have given me amazing feedback because it just encourages them to keep going. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, I want to go into, uh, because we've talked a lot about the work that you do, but how do you, um, how do you find the balance between work and home and, and family and all of that? What are, what are your secrets? I suffer. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so I, honestly, yeah. I I don't have this like very structured way of balancing, but I can say that like I make the effort to work every single day. There mm-hmm. are some weeks where I'm really just listening to my body and what my body needs. And it's like, if I feel like I just worked a little bit too hard that week, then maybe I will take like a rest day or for the weekend, maybe I'll just relax and, you know, just kind of chill for a little bit. Um, I definitely feel like there's some times where I can work so much where, but I'm still just like, you know what? I'm still going to at least go out and have a good night. I'm going to go out and I'm going to go dance. I'm going to, you know what I mean? I might be a little tired, but I need this. Like I can't, I don't live to work. (laughs) And I always try to tell myself, like, I don't live to work. My daughter doesn't understand and she doesn't care that, you know, I, I do need to put in X amount of hours. So then it's Mm -hmm. like, let me make sure I carve out time for all of the things that are priorities for me. Everything is equally important. Right. So then it's just like, you know, I guess that's just how to balance it. It's just understanding everything is really important. You're going to get a little bit of time. This is going to get a little bit of time. This is going to get a little bit of time. And then some days, it's just going to be for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's sometimes some moments that I just have to steal for myself because I'm very adamant about self-care and taking care of myself and just not being like work, 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 family, 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 family. No, sometimes I just need that, you know, I need to reset and recharge. Yeah. That's what I, I like asking that question because uh, most of the time people are kind of saying the same thing where it's just like, it's not a rigid uh, schedule of balancing it. It just, you just kind of go with the flow and sometimes you just feel it. You need a little bit more rest than, than other Absolutely. times. So yeah, that's great. Absolutely. Do you have it? Do you have any uh, wisdom of advice that you, you like to share that you wish you would have known sooner in your life to make your life easier or something that you would like, you want to make sure you pass on to your daughter just to make her life that much easier later on? I would definitely say when it comes to financial planning, there should be some financial planning because when I left the real estate industry, I wasn't thinking about the bigger picture. I just knew that like, I couldn't be there. I couldn't do that anymore. And it, I was so consumed with this idea that I didn't want to be there that I wasn't thinking about like, okay, well, I need to make proper plans so that I am secure when I leave, I was just like, I don't want to be here no more. I'm out. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was not smart. I can honestly mm. say that was not smart. So really just like 
I would tell my daughter, like, take your time and really think think things through and think about like, what's your end game? What's the bigger picture? What's the five-year plan? Um, Cause I didn't, I didn't consider any of that stuff. Like not even a little bit. I was just kind of taking it a day at a time. And when you got bills, bills don't want to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) Yeah. I wish I would have had that advice too. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh no, now what? Yeah, that's, that's great advice. And I think you're right, our, especially our youth. So children need to hear that um, because they, there isn't enough. People are not talking about that enough uh, just to say, no, we need, you need to plan. Your five-year plan is, is actually a thing. And, and mm-hmm. we should be talking to our kids about that. I love it. Um, what, uh, do you have anything that you're working on right now or any, um, anything so- new that's coming up? I am actually working on a cookbook that's going to be a hard copy as well as online. The hard copy will contain like a journal and be very intentional and very, you know, if you've got like fibroids and uh, diabetes and it's basically going to be something for everyone. It's definitely a lot more educational because I do have an ebook currently on Etsy and on my website, but that's more like new vegan. Here's a grocery list of things that you can get. This is the way that you can put these things together, but I'm definitely diving more into the educational nutritional aspect of food so that people can just be more inspired to not just be plant-based or be vegan, but just to eat healthier. Right. So I'm, yeah, I'm working on this book. Um, don't have a name for it yet, but I do have a good amount of the rest and like I'm an artist so it could take honestly three years before it's sorry go ahead oh yeah no that's something that I'm working on that's like my okay. my next baby that I'm looking mm-hmm. to um, have done really realistically I want to have it done next year for sure but yeah that's that's what I'm working on at the moment Oh, that's good. That's actually really good. It's going to keep you busy for a bit, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a process. For sure. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And before we wrap up the interview, I always ask this question, and I, I didn't explain it to you before, but uh, this is a little girl, she's about nine or 10 years old, had interviewed me for a school project a few years back. And she was asking this question to all the adults she uh, interviewed, but she wasn't getting an answer. And she she would get upset. Her mom would be like, just forget it. Don't ask. And she's like, no, somebody's going to get it. So when she interviewed me, she asked me and, and I answered and she turned to her mom and said, see, mom, I told you somebody would get it. So I promised her that I would ask everybody I interview. And that question is, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> we ask I kids that question. I yeah, love we, that. Yeah, oh, I, I love it too. Question so much. When yeah. I grow up, I want to be. Gosh, I want to be a housewife. Like I want to be like. <laughs> Like Martha Stewart, how she just, she's glamorized like food so much for me and like kitchen appliances and stuff like that. So yeah. I just want to be this cute little housewife where it's like, oh, look what I made today. People of Instagram, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I got my cute little apron and I got my nice little organic vegan wine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
Yes, I love it. But I'm still doing Pilates and you know all that stuff. So that's that's what I see for my future as a grown up because I'm definitely not there. <laughs> oh no, I love it. I love it. You could have everything vegan in the house. That would be so awesome. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I love about this question. It's just, there's no limit to it. You can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Now, if anybody wants to see how sexy your food is and uh, to to learn more about the work that you do, if they want to, you know, work with you, if they want to keep an eye out for your book, how can they reach you or follow you? So I can be reached on all social media platforms, except for TikTok. I am not on TikTok, Um, but my (laughs) social media is the flora fair it's t-h-e-f-l-o-r-a-f-a-r-e which actually means the plant food so i can be found yeah on all social media platforms um and then my website is theflorafair.com so i'm out here (laughs) nice nice i'll add that to the comments in the description as well so people can can have a look at it um That's great. Thank you so much, Whitney, for for coming on and talking about because it's just you make it sound uh, not as stressful (laughs) to be healthy. And that's what I that's what I like to share with people. So thank you. Thank you again. And I look forward to to seeing that book. I'm definitely going to have a look out for that as well. And Thanks. And for everybody watching uh, or listening to, don't forget again to like, follow, or subscribe to the channel that you're uh, listening or watching from. And don't forget to follow Chef Whitney as well uh, on her social media. And uh, for everybody, until next time, stay safe, stay awesome, and we'll talk soon.